I'm glad you feel that way though, for real. Well, Sean has kicked off this podcast. <laughs> yes. What's going on, everyone? It is your girl, Miss DJ Hoodie, also known as Audra Quenva, and you are listening to another Y Run podcast live. And ah, uh, thanks, thanks, Sean. That's what's up. Smile, screenshot. <laughs> yes, I collect all the all the good comments. You know, I need the good comments. Like I said, I don't I don't get them often. Well, I've been getting them a lot recently thanks to you guys that come up on here and chill with me for a little bit, you know? Uh, thanks for sharing the show. I hope people uh, tune in and say hello. That would be really, really nice. But yo, um, I'm going to try to keep this podcast episode short. Because I have family coming over. And, uh, yo, that's, like, another thing. Um, not so much as, like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, me and my parents, we talk a lot about negative things. But the way that we speak on negative things are actually, like, good things. Because it's like we... We recognize what's going on and we actually discuss them as a family. So, oh, hey, Ralph. What up? Sup? And uh, thanks for sharing the show. Thanks. That's what's up. Yeah, so, um, you know, me and my folks, about an hour ago, we went and had um, lunch at mcdonald's don't get mad don't judge i know we all know it's bad but we enjoyed it and uh it was really good (laughs) oh stop sean stop it (laughs) you know it's good some days but you know of course like when you have it often you're just kind of like uh i'm over it Yo, I need to uh, hit the grocers. That's what I got to do. So, um, because I have, like, stomach issues, um, I cook a lot of organic stuff. But, yo, we just went out and we had a good lunch. But, anyhow, um, (laughs) fries are banging, though. Yes. (laughs) Nashi, yes. Ralph knows about the Nashies. Oh my god. Yes. I love a Nashi from Popeyes, yo. Oh my god. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give me that later. I don't care. I not care. I not care. <laughs> I'm gonna give me that. Yes. But um very quickly um yeah so me and my parents were talking about um 
we were talking about like our family like from um mainly about my dad's side of the family and um we kind of figured out a few things um without getting too much into it um for the longest time i've always wondered why my granddad which would be my dad's dad um seemed like he always took my dad along with him um you know i've said it before my dad has six brothers and seven sisters so you know uh my grandmother she had seven boys and seven girls and um my dad would tell us that growing up my granddad would wake him up really early in the morning and say come on we're going to work and of course my dad was like probably like seven years old and you know my dad he's he's a kid and my dad said that he would be crying you know and he would be following my granddad to whatever job that he was making my dad do so at seven years old you know my dad's trailing after my granddad crying and i was i would ask my dad like well what about you know your brothers you know my uncles like what about them you know and it's not like my dad was like the oldest one but my dad's like i don't know he said i just felt like he was angry at me or you know like just just being mean to me and we've had that discussion for years but today I just and and this is so weird we are so much into our art and you know we just we just you know we do our art or whatever but it never like I, I have never asked about like the rest of the family as far as like you know artistic things I have always told you guys that I'm a runner you know I run like four to eight miles a day I come from a family of runners. My dad, he's a runner. Some of my aunts, they're runners. Some of my uncles, they're runners. Uh, Only one of my uncles was a sprinter, but he passed away. So, (laughs) barefoot, fuck that. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) Again, is is this one of those Pocahontas things? Is it, Ralph? Is it? Is it? (laughs) Oh, my God. Why are you so mean to me? (laughs) Whatever. No, it's cool. I would love to run fucking barefoot, yo. Hell, yeah. I would love to. But, man, there's stickers. (laughs) There's bugs. There's... Oh, hell no. And, nah. Yeah, and then if I were to run, I would come back with sandpaper feet. (laughs) Yep, when I walk back into my house, I'm going to be picking the carpet up with my feet, with my sandpaper feet. (laughs) Yes! 
Yeah, what's going on, Doom? What up? But anyhow, that was like the only thing that I recall, you know, like us as a family. Like I come from a family of runners. But I have never asked about my family like artistic wise. So I was asking my dad. I was like, who else is a painter? Like who else is an artist? Like in, you know, like what we do. And my dad was like, I'm the only one. And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, I'm the only one. So, dude, I started going through, like, I was naming all of my aunts. I was naming all of my uncles. And he's like, I'm the only one. I was the only one that that painted. I was the only one that carved, you know, carved wood. And I was like, holy shit. I said, really? And right there, like, I was just like, that's probably why Gua'a, you know, Grandpa, dragged you along everywhere. Because, you know, my my granddad, he was, he was artistic. He was a painter. So... I don't know, like, I, I know it's not really, like, a big, oh, holy shit, you know, like, it, it wasn't, like, a big, too big of a surprise, but it did kind of resonate with why my granddad would always take my pops around everywhere ever since he was little. Um, the dude Sean says, oh, you're a runner, too? Oh, hey. Um, in fact, when you encourage to not take easy routes, try something new. I expanded my four minute mile goal. Oh, nice. Sean says, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I just, we can do more, you know, we can do more for ourselves. You know, it's kind of like if we push ourselves um, okay, let me take that back. When you actually push other people, encourage other people, motivate, inspire, or you know what I mean? Um, we can actually do that for ourselves. And I think we neglect ourselves over and over and over. And that was something that I actually talked with my sister-in-law about yesterday last night and um, that's the reason why they're coming over here today is because we're actually going to be talking a lot about um, spirituality stuff and I would really like to talk to you guys about it but you know it um, it does not matter again i'm gonna keep saying it you guys may be tired of it but i'm gonna keep saying it it has nothing to do with your religion it has nothing to do with your beliefs because everything that's being discussed or everything that is happening is happening no matter what it doesn't matter it doesn't choose who to fuck with it just fucks with you you know that's you know i hate to say like oh well that's life like it's i feel like most of the time like it's not even that i feel like it's 
it needs to be talked about, man. It just does. Like a lot of people like to, they want to pick and choose, right? Like people, they want to pick what they will acknowledge, what they will ignore, what they will face, what they will deal with. But it's like, you don't get to pick and choose. You just don't. You know, it's kind of like when people say, oh, well, I choose positivity in some form because you say it in such a way. It is very negative. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, well, I choose positivity. See, listen to that. It's kind of like you would rather overstep a problem and choose positivity. And it's like, well, what is positivity in in whatever aspect is going on? What is the positivity that you are choosing over a bad thing that you are ignoring? But I guess it's easier to step over the problem and then call that choosing positivity that's wrong that's crazy to me like i don't know i just i i don't understand how people can just think such a way and if that makes me negative because i'm pointing out the negativity dude i should be getting props because i actually pinpointed the negativity and where that shit is coming from and once I pinpointed it, I'm going to come up with strategies, solutions. I'm going to problem solve to get rid of that thing all the fuck together. How is that not positivity? That's crazy to me. And that's the shit that I keep going back to. Everybody's sick of it, but man... Our problems, our issues change every day. Even when you correct something to realign yourself. Bet your ass, you know, life happens. Things come back. Things show up. Things show its ass. It comes as a little problem or it comes with a big slap in the face. But, oh, I choose positivity. And you're just going to overstep that and call that positivity. That's crazy, man. Thank you guys so much for liking the show. Thank you. The Duke Sean says, validate yourself. Yes. Man, like people, they don't question themselves, man. They don't. You know, and I'm going to tap it back to my family. You know, in in that discussion, it's like, okay, we get it. You know, and and I'm not saying that that was the exact reason why my granddad would always choose my dad. But it's like everyone else was kind of being excused. Like, oh, you're excused. You don't have to come with me to to the work site you know wherever my granddad was dragging my pops as a kid you know and when you're a kid 
you know, you want to play, you know, when you're when you're a kid, you wake up at noon, you run into the kitchen, you pour yourself cereal, and then you go run to the TV, you kick it on, and you're sitting really close to the TV, but you're you're enjoying, you're actually able to be a kid. With my dad, he didn't have that cuz first of all, they were poor. They didn't have cereal, you know, and when they wanted milk, it had to be powdered milk. Because of course it was the cheapest. And did I mention they didn't have a TV? Yeah, they didn't have a TV. So, my pops didn't have all of those things as a kid. And here on top of that, you have your own father pulling you out of bed and, you know, a child sleeps until noon. My dad didn't have that. So it was like, all right, well, how come, you know, if my granddad was here, I would ask him like straight up, how come you didn't get all your other older sons to go with you? Why why was it just my dad? Like what cuz to us it looks like you are picking on him. You know, and my granddad, he was an alcoholic, so shit. But we kind of went into like other things too, like you know, we went into like my aunts, we went into like my uncles, and um it just made me even more proud of my dad because it was like, all right, well, that's probably why, you know, and and this this is just a discussion. This is these are just our opinions because that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like. When they say certain things to us, it's kind of like, that's kind of weird how you would say that to us. Or it's kind of weird how, or the way that you said it to us. Um, or that's kind of an odd time to bring that up. You know, it's just like how things are being said to you. It, it's almost like they're getting after you. Or it's like they're really trying to, in a way, yeah, kind of be mean. Um, Ralph says, fuck, I keep hearing change perspective. What do you mean? Like change your perspective. What you mean, man? What you mean? Oh, (laughs) yeah, I call that. Um. I would say look for all the loopholes because that's what people will use. You know, it's like people will find loopholes and they'll use it over and over and over again just to kind of get by, you know, and it's like, man, one of those one of these days, it's not going to work. It shouldn't work because you're supposed to you're supposed to face it, you know, and the only time that you should, you know, I wouldn't call them loopholes, but it's kind of like you want to come up with many, many, many kinds of solutions, not many, many, many more problems. Positive people say that. Yeah, and it's crazy how we befriend people that don't even think that way, but how the fuck are we still friends with them? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, um, I don't 
don't know do we just feel bad for them like do we feel do we honestly feel bad for people that when they get themselves in a situation and it's almost like you got to do the thinking for them i get so tired of that shit and i just you know it's like i I just leave them alone at that point like i'm just like damn that's really how you think okay well you know what just go ahead and, and continue to keep thinking that way but for me in the back of my mind i'm thinking like okay well if i was in this situation or if this was to happen to me this is what i would do to get out of it and it's like people they do take advantage you know um it was like that that guy that i was talking to like two weeks ago it was like he would talk about his problems and as soon as i said something it was kind of like yeah, well, you don't know my situation or you don't know my family or you don't know what it's like. And it's like, yeah, thank God that I don't know what it's like. But at the same time, it's like I've been in situations where I I didn't have. Like I've, I've had everything and I've had nothing. So it's like, I know what to do. It's like when I had absolutely nothing, I knew a way to get it back. Like I actually did something about it. And it was so funny in a way because he would be like, oh, I I really enjoy hearing your perspective and another way of looking at it. But it's like, yeah, you can see it. And you can be appreciative of that, but when are you going to put that in motion? Unless you really think that the way that I'm saying it won't even work. So it's like, I can't tell you anymore, you know, because I can't respond to you not doing anything because if you were to proceed into doing something and i see you doing it and then when you come to a brick wall then i can help you with that but if we're just talking and it's just out in it it's just out in the open and like nothing's being done well i can't help you if we're just standing here You know, because for me, like, I cannot sit and wait. I cannot sit and wait for something. I have to do something. And people just choose to be that way. And it's like, they say, oh, I, I can see, or that was a great perspective, or, you know, and it's like, okay, well, then shit, let's just, let's get up and do something. Let's get up and do it. You know, and a lot of people say this, and it is very true. And I think I am one of those people. I'm not even going to lie. Have you guys ever heard the saying, like, um, uh, I think it was narcissists uh, find problems to every solution. Now, I'm not saying I'm a narcissist, and I have said it in previous podcast episodes, That I think I used to be a narcissist. You know? But that's a whole nother episode. (laughs) But 
finding problems to every solution, I think that is necessary because that's how you find those loopholes. Do you guys agree or disagree? You know, it's kind of like you can't just go go off of bad news on the surface. You you want to go into something good prepared for every fucking thing. Because everything's good on the surface. Everything looks good on their surface. But as soon as you get there, oh, well, you know, sure, I could do this. But guess what? It's Sunday. We close early. <laughs> you know, or, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we are open, but we close at five. See, and it's like, okay. You can go online and or do it yourself. Or if this doesn't work, then you can do this or like it's just it's just shit like that. But I just feel like people, they don't really they don't think in a way that I feel like they should because it could have worked well for you one day. But the next time that you go to do it, you're too late. Or they ran out of something or whatever the fuck. Traffic held you up. A fucking bus, a, a school bus held you up. It could be anything. Me, I like to be prepared. I like to know what the fuck I'm doing. And I need to know that it is going to be done the same fucking day that I need it to be done. And it just, you know, I don't know. But again, I think people that live by or whatever happens happens derp 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 they're fine with it hell no stay the hell away from me because i can't depend on you to get the shit done that i need it to be done i feel like i went like way off topic but that's okay but anyhow um i was I don't know when I'll get to it, maybe maybe tomorrow or whatever, but I I really want to talk about Man, I don't I don't even know where to begin. You know, because everything that I I have in mind to talk about, it is a spiritual thing, but I'm going to try to explain it in a way that Everyone needs to be like questioning and really like thinking about it. And I was chilling on Twitter and, you know, uh, Twitch, you know, DJ Twitch passed away. If you guys don't know who DJ Twitch is, he was Ellen DeGeneres' DJ on the Ellen show. He passed away. And um, I believe they're saying that he passed away from suicide. And, um, you know, people are saying like, oh, he came forward to the cops about something or, you know, whatever. He got murdered and, and all of these conspiracy theories. And a lot of people that were talking on it, they were, you know, claiming that they're into conspiracy theories and. I think it's a pretty interesting topic. You know, why not? Why can't we talk about it? You know, but I feel like things are just 
way way deeper than just because conspiracy theories it is kind of on the surface yeah people do and can go very very deep but it's like how is it that people that go really really deep how is it that they only speak on things that are at the moment they don't speak on things that's been happening forever they don't focus on things that is gonna be of the future like they would rather focus on conspiracy theories in celebrities but they will never speak conspiracy theories on the person that they're fucking and it's like oh you're really gonna go there you're really gonna go there and it's like yes you're fucking them you sleep with them you're sucking them off and it's like oh you're going too far if you're if you're speaking on someone that's supposed to be there forever but it's kind of like dude that shit begins at home that shit don't begin on twitter it don't it's happening right in your household it happens at your job so but you would rather speak on it on a celebrity someone that you don't even know we just see what they choose to show us that's it we don't you cannot you not saying that it's not possible but we are only seeing not even a fraction of these celebrities even through a fucking <laughs> 10 second TikTok video it's only a 10 second video and we're just supposed to know this guy you know TikTok it, it captures a moment we only know these celebrities for a moment it's like walking past them on the street we, it, that was just a moment <laughs> it's kind of like Keanu Reeves you know cool dude right and everybody's like oh he he's such he's like my favorite celebrity because he takes a normal bus and not a limo or a spaceship or whatever oh he's like so down to earth i don't know maybe just one day he maybe he locked himself out of his house and he had no access to his car keys or you know whatever he couldn't somehow or some way he couldn't control his vehicles with his mind so he had to take a bus <laughs> that one day that one day i'm not shitting on him i'm just making a for instance that was just a moment if that's really how he is great you know there's there's been more more than a few Keanu Reeves sightings at airports, bus stops, riding a motorcycle next to somebody. 
It's great. It's a great thing to see. Hell yeah, I'm all for it. But if you want to get into other conspiracy theories, man, quit looking at celebrities and look at your fucking neighbor. Look at your partner. You know, look at your siblings. Point those things out. Point those things out. Bet your ass you won't. You won't go there. Why? Um, well, because it's the holidays and we just don't do that in our household. We just, you know, we just kind of go out and, and just we just do our own thing. Oh my god. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you really don't know each other. You don't know each other. You don't. That's scary. You know, and and I get it. There's a lot of people out there that are not family oriented. Not saying that you have to be. Yo, what's going on, hobo? What up? Um, let me see. I'm going to take it back to the comments. Uh, Sean says, I agree. I have married people hot on, hot on me often. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You have married people. (laughs) Are you saying come on to you? Dude. Mm. Let's see. Uh, Ralph says, I don't understand what a conspiracy theory with relationships. It's with attitude. You know, because like... A lot of people say like, oh, yeah, it was a setup. Oh, that shit was planned. Oh, you know, and it's like, well, that shit can happen with any relationship. You know, and see, it's like, what is what is a conspiracy theory? See, that that's another thing. It's kind of like like everyone has their own their own. um I guess their own definitions of what love is. Or they have their own definitions of what of what a married couple should be. I feel like it's the same with conspiracy theory. And who's to say that, you know, if, if you want to throw the government in there or whatever. It's like they have that control like, oh, this is really what a conspiracy theory is. And everyone's going to go follow that. So it's like, OK, well, what is a conspiracy theory? I think it's fucking everywhere. It's it's in everybody's behavior. Because if you come out and speak out uh, against something or about something, you're going to have like 50 million people telling you, hey, that's not what it is. And it's like, why can't it be? Because the outcome is still the same. You can call it whatever or however you want, but the end result is why we are here. This is why everything is the way that it is. So I don't give a fuck if you call it a conspiracy theory or not. What is it? It doesn't matter because we are here now. This is what's happening. Um, let's see. Do you think that with your parents? Well, I would say 
in a way yes because one of the conversations that we had was the people making up their own theories about my parents so like i said my pops he was poor he came from a poor family my mom she came from a family that had money and when my parents got together everybody was talking in my dad's ear saying oh don't be with her because she was born and raised in the city she doesn't know anything about Hopi she don't know anything about being Hopi she don't know anything about being a Hopi uh, wife or a Hopi girl or she doesn't know anything she she's gonna she's all bad for you she's she doesn't participate in ceremony she doesn't do the dances and all of that shit and then everyone was talking in my mom's ear saying don't be with him he's poor he has nothing he's never gonna take care of you how is he gonna take care of you and then when my parents got together everybody was mad at them because not only did my parents not listen to them they did far more better than anyone had expected and it is said that people were angry with my parents because they had both a girl and a boy and it's almost like it's a blessing if you have both and people were mad see so the ending results right is that it's just what it is we're we're just here so no matter if you're happy you were happy for my parents or not this this is our end result so you're either gonna be mad or what people say stay mad or be happy it was a discussion I don't know I hope I'm making sense um let me see so you constantly think you're so you constantly think your man or woman is cheating oh my god <laughs> No, but society will tell you that. Speaking of, we're going to discuss that. I did tell you guys I was chilling on Twitter and I saved this motherfucker. I didn't like, I did not like it. This shit pissed me off. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It fucking pissed me off. But anyhow, there was this chick. You guys probably seen it floating around on social media. But there's this dumbass bitch who got on camera showing her face. Saying, you know what? I'm going to play it for you guys. See, you're going to fuck around and find out and get Audie mad. <laughs> but it's okay. It's a discussion, right? Listen to this bullshit. It's cheap, but if she love you, you won't never find out. Y'all, I hate to be the one to tell y'all this, but somebody had to say it. So I'm just going to go ahead and let y'all know. All girls cheat. All girls cheat. But if she love you, you won't never find out. Okay. That shit pissed me off, and I'll tell you why. 
If you're really gonna believe that, that all girls cheat, you must be a motherfucker from the hood to be listening to this bitch. Okay? Okay? (laughs) If you believe that, if you really believe that, you should not be lying to motherfuckers to sleep with you. You should not be looking for a relationship. You should not be getting into relationships. And if you really think that us females cheat like that, dude, quit fucking us. Quit fucking us. Don't. If you think all of us bitches cheat, just go with each other. Real talk. You know what I mean? Because that's just, in my opinion, that's coming from a bitch who is pretty much telling on herself that this bitch cheats. That's it. You know, and I'm gonna. <laughs> Some of the comments, you know, people were saying like, um, oh yeah, she's speaking the truth and this and that. Bet you these motherfuckers are all in relationships thinking this shit. So really, okay, you're in relationships for what? If you're in a relationship, I want to know why. For security, extra money. You need someone to pay half of the rent. You need a body to sleep next to. You need a body to fuck. You need a buddy to, or a mouth to suck you off. See, like you're, 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 you're the bozo. You're the sucker because you're really gonna go through life with somebody and having that suspicion or you think that you're being woke that oh yeah the girl that I'm with or the dude that I'm with right because we can easily say that about men be like oh yeah all men cheat we could be saying the same thing and stupidly a lot of women do say that but my point is damn your life is a fucking joke. Your life is a joke. Like you're fucking around with your life. And life is supposed to be precious. You know. And that's why you get people out there doing dumb shit. On fucking camera. And then they end up dying. I know I'm kind of getting off topic. But. This bitch is bullshit. I hope no one is listening to her, but judging from the comments, man, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Future was speaking on this shit. And, oh, man, she's spitting facts. And it's like, look at all these suckers in here, man. I bet your ass they're all in relationships talking all this shit. 
like all oh, all bitches cheat and it's just like man you have some serious fucking trust issues that's what it is you should not be fucking dating if you're thinking this shit about about all women just because you have one woman one stupid ass woman that she just validated her own behavior like she just enabled that shit and what is this video supposed to speak out to the men and be like oh yeah you know all bitches cheat so yeah go on and cheat too but they've been doing that shit so what she's making all these motherfuckers feel good that what they're doing or what they've been doing is all right because the other person that they're doing it to are doing it as well the fuck out of here man uh but people like to see patterns yeah and it's disgusting um let's see <laughs> i'm trying to read the comments really quick uh let's see you guys are just all in here being boys <laughs> and the sad thing is you guys are my boys just tread softly tread softly uh let me see could be all that who knows yeah for real i'm a chad i have seen it all have you though <laughs> or else like you girls do you know and i'm gonna speak on that you know it's not now i'm gonna speak on that just hold on a second um <laughs> I like how you don't put the responsibility on the cheaters. Oh my god. Just give me a second. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> Let's see. Uh so believe blindly until they cheat on your face. Oh my god. Ralph, where is your mind at? Come back to me, Ralph. Come back, please. <laughs> just asking whatever i don't believe that <laughs> okay i've said this on podcast before us bitches we do know how to manipulate and yes i believe that not just women not just you know we we all have some narcissistic um behaviors and of course everyone the way that they move or the way that they perceive it's going to be different okay so i i, I really don't want to say that everyone is that but of course it comes along in human behavior all right but i think it it all depends and part of that is your family your background you know what i'm saying so let me tell you that oh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get backlash or questions, but I guess whatever. So I know that my folks have never cheated on each other you know and yeah we're gonna take it to we're gonna take it to the old folks you know my folks your folks whatever and obviously 
one of the things that I think helped with that was that they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have social media. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, my parents, it was just them two. You know, my dad was only looking at my mom and my mom was only looking at my dad. And they had us. And so, um, you know, my dad, he didn't know how to drive. My mom taught him how to drive. You know, so you can you can kind of get the general background of my parents based off of what I'm what I'm saying right now. People of today, hell yeah, it's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? Because we all have social media. You know, I get a lot of I get a lot of dick pics in in my DMs. It doesn't matter if it's Twitter, you know, I just receive them. And I don't like it. You know, that's just me. You know, I'm I, I think I'm cute. I'm a, I'm attractive in some ways, but I don't think I'm sexy or fine as hell. But I do receive them. But I look at my parents. All right. And and this is where I said it comes from your background and the relationships that your parents have had. So I look at my parents and I want what they got. And you don't know how many times that when I was in relationships and I talked with my then boyfriends that are now my exes. And I tell them, you know, I would like a marriage like my parents and I mean that I want someone to take care of me and I want someone to take care of you know what I'm saying so when I say that I'm talking about all all aspects I'm talking about health I'm talking about finances you know because that is a part of life and a lot of people, they love to call me a gold digger. And it's like, yeah, you can't call someone a gold digger when the bitch, which is me, I have everything. I don't need anything from anybody. I got my own money. I got my own things. Okay? So you're, you're talking shit to the wrong one. But anyway, I want what they got. They have a friendship. They literally can talk to each other about anything. They can be disappointed at each other and they know how to talk about it and, you know, make up, be back friends, be back talking. My dad has never hit my mom and my mom has never thrown my dad out the house. They never yelled at each other. They never scream at each other. They are never accusing each other of Oh, well, you haven't done this. You haven't done that. Well, look at you. You haven't done this and you haven't done that. They've never done that to each other. And my parents, they were the type of parents that they never closed the bedroom door. Never. Growing up, my parents' bedroom door was always open. Always. So when people say, oh, well, I'm pretty sure your parents fight, you know, see, again, what we were just talking about people finding problems to every solution, finding problems to something that in my family was a good thing. So 
my parents okay if they fought they fought with the door open i have never seen my parents fight yeah they have disagreements but not to the point where my mom is completely ignoring my dad or my dad completely ignoring my mom but one thing that i know about my parents is that when they have a disagreement they never go to bed mad at each other my dad has never once slept on the couch so if i say i want a marriage like that their responses were like oh well no one can be perfect like that so I'm looking at the dude like, okay, so what you're saying is that don't expect goodness or a good relationship out of you. And see, they're taking that like I'm trying to mold them or I'm trying to manipulate them. And it's like, no, I'm asking, <laughs> like I'm asking you. Are you saying that that is not going to be us? That we should be kind to each other? Like, oh, don't expect me to be kind. Like, when I'm mad at you, I'm mad at you. Is that what you're saying? Because if you're going to treat me like an asshole, right? I'm going to kick you out. Because there is no damn way that I would treat my partner like that never every time we got into a fight i'm like so can we talk about this because i really like being with you i want to be happy with you like i choose you i only see you but they want to ignore me they want to walk out of the house they want to call me names under their breath. They're cursing at me. Like, dude, as soon as you say fuck you or anything like that, no, I'm done. Because that don't go anywhere inside of me. Now, another point that I want to make is that when couples speak like that to each other, sure, speak like that to each other. You know, you want to talk to your bitch like she's your bro and one-up each other because you guys are mad over something stupid. That's a hood relationship. That's a hood marriage. I am not hood. I'm not. I don't live my life like that anymore. I used to be in a gang. But gangs back then are completely different than how gangs are now. Back then, gangs was a business. Now, it's all fashion. Completely different. But see, I don't live that life anymore. So don't fucking treat me like I'm one of those bitches. Like Cardi B, fucking Nicki Minaj. I'm not them. If you want to say fuck you you're a fucking bitch da 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 go be with a cardi b go be with a megan Thee stallion 
Go be with bitches like them because I'm not that. I would never treat you like that. Sure, when a motherfucker gets in my face and wants to throw down, sure I can do it. I've done it many times before. But I would never treat you like that or come at you like that because that's not what we should be doing to each other. You got me fucked up if you think that you can talk to me that way. I'm done, man. If you can talk to me like that, yo, you put me in the same bracket as everyone else, which means you got no respect for me. You got no love for me. Because I should not be in the same bracket as everyone else to you. I expect you to treat me different. I expect you to treat me better. Get the fuck out of my life. Oh, but see, when you have bitches talking like that on the video, man, go be with someone that you can cheat on with and that he can cheat on you. So, bitch, don't even get mad. Don't get mad if the motherfucker cheats on you three times more at the same goddamn time. Talking about, oh, yeah, I hate to break it to you. Somebody had to say it. Because I'm a hood bitch, I got my acrylic nails on and my eyelashes on. Yeah, us bitches cheat. Oh man, this bitch is spitting facts. Oh my god. Stay in the fucking ghetto, please. Stay there. Stay the fuck there. You're never gonna grow, you're never gonna move. You're gonna keep calling yourself kings and queens. But yet you're fucking doing this shit to each other. And you're allowing it. Fuck out of here with that king and queen bullshit. See, no respect for one another. I want a marriage or a relationship like my parents. Everyone was talking shit about my parents. Everybody was. And my parents, they're still going strong. My dad takes care of my mom. My mom is partially blind. And she has severe neuropathy. And my dad, he's getting older. He's getting tired. Man, there's just times where he's just like, wants to help my mom, but he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to do it. But he's not leaving my mom. He's not chucking her in a hospital. Why can't people have relationships like that? How come? Why? Why? Because when you turn on TikTok or when you look at social media. Oh, we've been married 13 years. And her ass is still in a skimpy ass outfit. And this guy is I fucking himself in the camera. Yeah, 13 years. Bet your ass you don't even know each other. You don't. And I'll tell you why. First of all, if both of you motherfuckers have good jobs. And I'm, I'm asking or saying that because I'm looking at your house. 
You have a beautiful house, beautiful lawn, three, four trucks in a driveway. You got like four, five kids. They're going to grow up to be rich kids. You guys have a lot to maintain. Okay? He's going to work. Bitch, you're going to work. They have a nanny or they drop their kids off somewhere. So really, a job, a good paying job, especially if you travel... You are hardly at home to enjoy your home because you're too busy out there making money, right? And guess what? The bitch gets lonely. So, okay, she's fucking a gardener. Okay, there you have it. All bitches cheat. Feel better? I hope so because, dude, while you're in an airplane agreeing to this shit, you are not home with your wife. To enjoy your wife. To get to know your wife. She could have just been a one night fucking stand for all I fucking know. And you had a little one. Okay, now you're stuck. You're stuck with her. But my point is. You don't really know her. And bitch, she don't know your ass either. Why? The gardener (laughs) knows her a lot more better because he's fucking his employer at work. So he's getting to know how she lives, what her favorite cereal is, and you don't know her at all. You don't even know if that box of cereal is your wife's favorite or your kid's favorite cereal. But because you have kids and you never eat breakfast with your wife, you're going to assume that her box of cereal is your kid's box of cereal. You don't know your wife and she don't know you. There's your conspiracy theory. (laughs) It's a fucking theory. But see, again, it's the end result. Whether we call it conspiracy or not, it's a suspicion. Is it not? Everyone's walking around, hmm, that's kind of sus. See, people, man, they're not even talking right anymore. Like, oh my God, that is like so cringe. Who the fuck talks like that? You talk like a fucking robot. Oh my god, see, I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna chill the fuck out. I'm gonna play a track for you guys. And I hope you guys are (laughs) really enjoying this show. I'm getting hella mad right now, but it's all good. After I hear this track, I'm gonna be back straight. So stay tuned. All right, we are back. Man, I had to chill out, man. I had to chill out. And that's another thing. We all need to we all need to be okay with chilling out. You know what I'm saying? Sure, we can hold it together the majority of the time, but you know, sometimes we swerve off, you know what I mean? So 
that's like another thing too like i wish people would know how to reboot themselves you know because um you know you do have a lot of people out there that really try to like piss you off on purpose like you know um we talk about that all the time you know in traffic you know you got someone that would cut you off and then they would slow the fuck down or you know and it's just kind of like man I try really hard not to get mad, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, you know what? I choose safety, you know, and I, I, I joke about it all the time. Like, you know, um, especially like when I'm doing, <laughs> when I'm doing a pre-recorded, uh, doing the re-up podcast and like someone could like really piss me off as I'm recording. And then I'll say some shit like, dude like fuck this motherfucker nah, nah, nah. like I'll, I'll talk all that bullshit and then i'll be like but you know what i choose safety <laughs> you know and that's really what it is you know because who the fuck is gonna give a fuck about my safety on the road you know there's a lot of people that have a flat tire on the highway or they run out of gas and nobody stops for these people you know I'm stopping for these people. And I'll tell you guys this. That I stop because I'm thinking realistically. You know, I I think about my parents. And so for me, it's like, all right. If it's a summertime, somebody's stalled, right? I stop. I offer like, hey, you need a ride or you need someone to call or you need to call AAA or. And I'll leave them like a bottle of water and like a protein bar or something, because I told you guys in the past that, you know, my blood sugar level gets insanely low and I got to have something on me. So I'm thinking about somebody they might be low on sugar or maybe they're just really hungry or you know whatever but people they don't care i know how to change a tire so like hey bro you know if it's a dude you need a jack or like you need help or what's up doesn't matter who they are i stop and i ask if they're all right if they're good People, they just don't do that. They don't give a fuck about anybody. It's all about, it's all about them. Which brings me to another thing that pissed me off that I saw on Twitter. (laughs) Did you guys, what the fuck was her name, dude? She's, she's a nobody, okay? But she is, she is a, a celebrity. Maybe you guys seen it floating around. But this stupid bitch is offering $550 for a personal assistant. Now, I am not going to play the video. I, I just I, I just chilled the fuck out. I am not going to listen to this stupid ass hood bitch talking about how she needs all this shit done for, for $550 a week. And see, all right, what are the perks? And she's saying like, She's going to fly them with her and, you know, all of that other types of shit. But, bitch, $550 a week? Are you fucking joking? And then, in the middle of her stupid-ass video, she says something like, Oh, well, let me talk professionally. Okay, you want to bring it to profession? 
Somebody report this bitch to the Bat Business Bureau. Yes, reporter ass. And I, I, I really hope no one is applying, but I'm pretty sure people are are applying for the clout and for, you know, recognition, acknowledgement to blow up their fucking, you know, numbers or whatever. But man, that shit really got under my skin because, and and yes, this is my choice of doing Uber and DoorDash, all these gig apps, right? Gig work. Yeah, it's my choice. Same as it would be the person applying for that bullshit ass position. But see, the thing is, it's what, let's say the company or Uber or whoever, whatever, they all know what they're doing. This bitch knows what she's doing. She thinks that because of who she is, that everyone's going to be jumping to that shit. And everybody's, you know, joking around saying, oh, well, the, the extra benefits is, oh, I'm going to let this bitch sit on my face. <laughs> Dude, you're a nobody. You're a nobody. She could do whatever the fuck she wants with you for $550 a week. You know, and I read the comments. Everybody was saying like, okay, well, yeah, for a person that is married or has kids, you know, that's bullshit. But for someone that is single and, um, you know, whatever, I still think it's wrong. Because as she's capitalizing, it's like she's going to keep you low. It's just, man, you should have just hear, you should have just heard this bitch talk a whole, a whole bunch of selfish shit. You should have, because it was like, man, you don't even have to be doing that much. And then she's talking about like, oh, I need you to pick up my dry cleaning. I need you to um, like know my dress size, my pant size, my shoe size, and I need you to do this. I need you, you know, go pick up my groceries, go run some errands. Like it's not like that big of a deal. Like it, that's just like the little stuff that I posted on there. But you know, it, it's not even that much. And it's like, oh my god, can someone just smack the fuck this bitch up? Can someone just please? But see, because of who she is. Because people are like, oh, man, I'm going to apply for that shit. And then people are like, yo, all the people that are complaining, they don't even realize or they're not even using their brains that because this is like an open opportunity and they can like rub elbows with other celebrities. Yeah. And then what? They're still not going to be treated with any kind of respect. Yeah, you're not you're not really in the industry. Yeah, you get to probably see a whole lot, but I bet your ass anything. You have to sign contracts that you cannot record anything or you probably have to hand in your cell phone. Like, see, all of that, you have to go through security. You have to go through your socials. Dude, for 550 bucks, hell no. And and I just say that because I'm in the gig, uh, the gig work thing and yeah we kind of do bend over backwards for some people 
And yes, all of us all have our own reasons. You know, some people, they do it because they need the money. Some people do it for it because they genuinely really like it. It gets them out of the house. There's some people that just want to go out and talk to other people. They want to see different parts of the area. There's some people that do it because, um, like, for more benefits or they need to show some type of, you know, like some, like, like a work history. You never know what people are doing these things for. But a lot of the times people talk to us like, oh, well, you're the one that, uh, that is doing it. So who's the real sucker? And it's like, nah, dude, you should be praising me for bringing your fucking food to you. Without my ass, bitch, you would starve. Okay, so who's the real sucker? You're the real sucker because you have a car sitting in your fucking driveway. And you have the money to go get your own shit. And I know you have money because I'm looking at the fucking receipt. You paid $53 for your entire meal. That is not including my tip. So you have the money, bitch. You're just fucking lazy. Because Jack in a Box is just down the street and around the corner, you lazy ass. So if you want to treat anyone with disrespect, you need to be looking at yourself. Oh, but we're the suckers because we're doing the job. We're doing a job that you won't do for yourself. So what, we can't just like delivering? I dated a guy who is a realtor. And when he found out that what I was doing, he was all with it. He was like, oh, that's so cool. You get to work whenever you want to. And, you know, oh, I got huge respect for you and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Man, when we had a disagreement, it wasn't even an argument. It was a disagreement. And you know what this motherfucker said to me? He was like, Adi, you do Uber. And I'm looking at him like, so what? That's it? That That's all you got for me? That's your... And like, what, what did Ice-T say? Where's the diss? That's not a diss. You're trying to insult me. You're trying to belittle me. So, so the fuck what? I do Uber what? Say it. Say, Adi, you do Uber. You're not shit. Say it. I can take it. But because you said that, now I know how you really felt or how you really feel about me. You don't see that I bust my ass. You don't see that I really enjoy what I do. You don't see any of that. That's fucking crazy. And another thing was that I almost gave him all of my money that I made with Uber. Just with Uber. I'm not taking money out of my savings or my art or my woodworking. (laughs) I almost gave him all of that money. For his realtor shit. And I was like, man, 
because you said that, I'm not giving you shit. I could have, what do they say? Clap back. I could have clapped back at his ass like, you're a realtor. How many houses did you sell? Alright, none. <laughs> you know, like, I could have, I could have really hurt him. Like, I could have really put his ass down, you know, based off all the things that he told me and all of his problems. But I, like I said, I don't go after people like that. That's why I was like, dude, I thought you were really cool with what I did. Like, I didn't realize it was such an issue. You should have spoke up and said something. But if that's how he felt, I'm not going to try to change his mind. It was like, okay, so I guess what you're really trying to say is I'm a nobody to you. I'm a nobody because I deliver food. But no, never mind that I bust my ass and I like to say hi to people. Psh, fuck you. I'm cool. I'm all right with what I do. But obviously you're not, so I'll just leave you alone now. And then I get messages from him a year and a half later. Oh, I hope we can kick it sometime. Oh, so now you want to kick it with the Uber delivery driver. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm okay with kicking it by myself. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's why what the stupid ass bitch was saying, it was just like, man, no one can, no one can live off of that. And again, when I read the comments, you know, people were like saying, oh, people want CEO type of money doing something so low and it's just like you know what all these people that are talking shit i would love to know what the fuck these people do and i want to see their paychecks i want to see what they're spending their money on like you're talking all this shit bitch are you married bitch do you have kids what kind of apartment do you got you got a house i want to know how many cars you got parked in the driveway Show us. And then talk all this shit. Oh, and by the way, use your real name and your real picture. Nothing personal on your page? Yeah, figures. You're a fucking troll. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yes, Ralph. Where's your stash? Again, talking all that bullshit. I hope nobody's man you know what Ugh. yeah that that fucking video pissed me off because it's kind of like man you know and and a lot of us delivery drivers we do talk about it we're just like man you know what yeah we we do all of this shit for yeah our personal reasons but it's kind of like who's really in the wrong is these big corporations these big companies we're just doing a job so how is it our fault? Yeah, we chose to do it. We applied for it. You know, we we get to accept or decline the job. But see, what's fucked up is we shouldn't have to rely on tips. 
A tip should be a bonus. It's like, man, we're keeping your companies afloat. We really are. Not to mention these merchants, you know, the, the restaurants. They got to pay something to, to be able to use their kiosks that they have at their restaurants to get these orders. To be on their platform, to be on their app, to be on their website. So yeah, they're making money. But if your base pay is $1.30 and you expect us to go 10 fucking miles for a dollar and some change. And then we at the bottom say, oh, there's an expected tip. Motherfucker, show us our tip. Why are you hiding it from us? Why are you hiding it from us? But see, the way that they get away with shit is that, yeah, we signed up, but we they're, they're making us independent contractors. So if we get into an accident, it's all our fault. They got nothing to do with it. Makes sense in a way because you're just on an app. But if you don't give them, get the customer their food in time or whatever, you are penalized. So it's like, how are we independent contractors and you can punish us or you can fuck with our pay? That's crazy, man. Um, How is Amazon fleet? It's good. Even though <laughs> I didn't work for three days. I've just been so tired. I've just been so tired. Yeah, I had one today and then I canceled it. That's why I'm able to talk to you guys. <laughs> I just got tired, man. You know, it's like I bust my ass and, and I'm trying to teach myself to take days off. Because I, you know I don't take days off. I'm always doing something. I'm always going out and doing something. So I actually survived taking three days off. It was a pain in the ass because it's like I really want to do a painting. But then it's like I don't know what to paint. I don't know what I should paint. And I felt like I didn't have all of my like my paint brushes and things like that like I just felt like I didn't have any materials to do anything so I would just kind of mope around the house and you know I'm watching like Christmas classic cartoons and shit <laughs> I'm trying to get like like inspired and shit um just sleep for one day straight oh I tried and I can't do it I can't do it like I get sleepy but my body doesn't allow me to fall asleep all the way I just lay there I just lay there I look at the ceiling and then I start thinking in my head and like my mind just goes to places and I'm just like man I can't I can't <laughs> I don't know. It's alright, I guess. But yo, tomorrow I have to I have to work. I, I have to. I go in at I think five. And then I'm supposed to be finished with my block at like ten. And see that one is going for that one's going for where the fuck is my calendar? I swear to god. 
I think it was going for like $88. Is it though? Is it? Yeah, it's going for $88 tomorrow. So for me, I try to at least make like $150 to $200. So tomorrow, it's going to be Amazon Flex. And it's going to be probably Walmart Spark. So I get the good Walmart Sparks, man. Like, those go for like $50 to $60 delivering like, mm, like 20, no, not even that. About 25 packages, which is pretty good in my opinion, you know, because I calculate like my miles and things like that. Yo, what's going on, Pink Squirrel? What up? So, you know, I count the gas, the miles, and, you know, things like that. The only thing that really sucks is, like, apartments. You know, it's like you... I mean, I'm pretty good at finding apartments. Sup, squirrel? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just, like, getting into the apartment complex. Like, there's some people that, um, like, they'll open the gate and they'll go through the gate but then they'll stay right there like they try to keep you out and it's like motherfucker i can turn off my car and kick back like this is fine <laughs> and i've done that before because it's like yo i got a job to do it's either gonna let me in or not like i can stay parked here just as long as you're parked there i'm okay with it because you're the one that's gonna be getting in trouble you're the one that stopped so, yeah, let's kick that. What up? <laughs> yeah. It don't bother me, man. Like, you're the one that's sour. You're the one that's a butthurt because that one, that, that one coat that lets your ass in is only for you. See, that, again, selfish ass people selfish they can't just look at it like oh i'm helping somebody out no they don't look at it like that oh this gate open for me and only me <laughs> dude those people are mean they're doing that shit intentionally they can't just move the fuck out of the way like i'm not riding up on them you know and they expect you to reverse and it's like nah This entrance is for going in, not out. So, you're gonna move or what? Crazy. Ugh, I don't know, man. Who's texting me? You know what? I'm getting messages from people and I don't even like know who the fuck they are. I'm sure you get those too. Let's see. No Uber. <laughs> yeah. I think about it. You know, it's like. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like, honestly, I feel like art in general. I'm not necessarily talking about my art, but I do feel like art, like real art 
is losing its value. Because, again, you know, you go on TikTok, you know, social media, you got people that are doing art by just pouring paint on a canvas and spinning the canvas around, and then they're calling that art. And I don't consider that as art. I don't. Um, it's not necessarily cheating. Um, it's just they found a loophole. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. Ralph says when times is rough, unless you are rich, you're not going to buy it. Yes. I don't know. It's it's people they don't they don't know what art is. You know what I'm saying? Cuz that's it. You know, I've said this before. People like like you don't have to have any kind of talent uh to get like views or recognition. You know, you can be a complete dumbass and be famous. And it really does kind of take away. Like you are being praised for being a troll. Or you're being praised for, you know, um, making very obscene jokes. Yeah, you don't you don't have to be famous or famous. You don't have to be talented to be famous. That's fucking sad. So it's kind of like um, I get this all the time, especially recently, where I will paint something and then people are just like, "Oh well, I can do that," and I'm like, "Okay, well, go do it. Like, go do it." Um. It's uh, another thing too. And this is another problem that I have. And it's just a personal problem. It's just the way that I, I see it. But people only know the techniques. They only know the technique. But what they do with it, it don't mean nothing. It still gets all the praise. It still gets all the recognition. And I don't feel like it's right, but it's very much sad that it's just how it is. You know, uh, you make a painting, people don't know what to do with the painting. That's why for me, it's like when I paint something, it actually means something. It has to mean something to the person that's looking at it. I'm not saying buying it. I'm saying looking at it because for me, it's almost like I don't really expect people to buy my art. I just do it because I love it. But, you know, people, they just see a bird, you know, I'm talking about my dove painting people. They just see a bird. They don't give a fuck what kind of bird it is. It's just a bird to them. But they don't look within the design that the wing is actually a rain cloud. And the feathers are actually the rain and the lightning. 
But see, they don't care enough to know. And being an artist, we have to, or we should, have information about it. You know, we we should, I feel like you should have a cause of why you're doing the art. Not because you're good at it or you're talented. It's like you should have a reason, a purpose to do it. But that's just me. That's just my own thing. It's just, it's, art is being so misrepresented. And people, because of that, people aren't respecting it. They're not acknowledging it. They got, yeah, they don't have any respect. Um, let me see. What? AI is doing art? What's AI? Um, I hate getting attention. I hate getting attention on pranks. Yeah, for sure. I don't like prank content. I don't either. I can't even watch. You know, like the ones that say like, wait for it. Wait for it. Man, I scroll that motherfucker because I can't. I can't watch it. I just can't. I don't find... I don't find shit like that funny. Um, art has to be sentimental to the artist and the buyer. Yes, it should. Um, artificial intelligence. Yes. Got you. I don't know. I just... I just kind of feel like my... I don't even want to say this, but I feel like my art is is um, almost meaningless. You know, obviously not to me, you know, obviously not to my customers or anything like that. But it's like if I were to uh, take my art elsewhere, you know, it's almost like. It, it wouldn't it wouldn't be it wouldn't be respected it wouldn't be um sure it looks cool you know yeah it'll get people looking at it but again it's just it's just an animal and oh it's just the background oh it's just you know like people this is this is really funny like i don't know I, I don't know if you're like this but like i love to go to art museums and i really like to look and study the painting mainly because like i'm intimidated like i <laughs> you know um i'm just like damn i don't think i have that much patience or damn i could never paint something that big or wow that's just amazing how they did it this way and that way you know and and i really get into it like i i focus on each color you know each uh brush stroke or if i felt like oh this wasn't done with a paintbrush it was done with something else like i really look at it and then i read the story that goes along with the painting or i read about the artist like i'm i'm that type of person and it's so crazy because i never thought I would be that person that 
you know has their has their hand up to their chin and they're like really really thinking looking at it studying it and i'm just like wow i'm literally like one of those people and i just i never understood it looking at someone that did it and i'm just like what's so and, and okay let me finish that how can people be like that to just a white canvas with a big red circle in the middle and studying it <laughs> because i'm thinking like okay i can see the inspiration if it was inspired by a japanese flag <laughs> but i looked at the painting I got close to it. Yeah, it was just paint. I don't know what kind of paint. I think it was like some kind of oil or whatever, but they're just staring and focusing at a big giant red dot, a big circle on a white canvas. And I'm like, what is there to study? Like, do we have to cross our eyes and it'll pop out of the, the canvas or what? I couldn't understand it. And I didn't care to, cause I'm just like, okay, it was just too damn easy for, for this artist and that motherfucking painting sold for two million dollars and no discussion of charity. I could understand if it was going to charity, but bitch, it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Just a big red giant circle, huh? Okay, welcome back, Taurus. Yeah, don't understand it, but you know, whatever. And let me tell you something. When I was doing this dove painting and I I bought one, I didn't know if I was gonna use it. But I bought a white paint marker. I don't use marker in my art. Everything is, is all brushes. Everything is all original line work. I wasn't sure if I wanted to use the paint marker for the outline of the dove. Because... I don't know why, but I just feel like I want my art to be mm, studied a little bit. Like I wouldn't want someone to look at my art and be like, oh, she was she was cheating or she got impatient or, you know, and for me, I was taught by my pops that you should want to spend as much time as you can with your art. You know, allow your art to get to know you. Because if you do everything very, very quickly, you know, first of all, it's not going to come out right. Second, it begins to not mean anything to you. So... I still have the paint marker and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just do what I do with all my other works. 
you know, just sign it. So I use that marker to sign my works. But if I were to be doing like, um, like graffiti art on paper or something like that, yeah, for sure, I'll use I'll use the marker. But you know, my Hopi designs are they have meaning and I was kind of kicking myself a little bit because I was like man I what the hell was I thinking trying to use thinking that I can use this as an outline I knew it was wrong and I'm just happy that I didn't do it but yeah it's just little things like that I guess I just wanted I wish everyone would would really think about what they're doing so yeah but I should probably get off of here I'm gonna play us out and I want to thank Ralph and Taurus and the dude Sean for popping into my show and conversating and all of that it was really really nice thank you guys all for the likes and um i'll try to get back on here to kick it with you guys tomorrow and hopefully you guys will all show up and uh yeah you guys take it easy have a beautiful night get some rest get some good eats listen to good music maybe put on a show hint hint <laughs> peace Ralph. And uh, yeah, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.